you don't know this, but every summer we start in the middle of summer planning all of the fall. Us and a team of leaders, my wife and I, some of the staff here, we get the Conway vision, what it is that they're looking to do as a Conway campus here in the city of Conway. And then we, we try to figure out how does that work for us as a college ministry as we pass through the college students here. Uh, every summer we have this night every single semester, and we start planning, we start dreaming, we start praying, who's going to be a part of this night? And it's incredible, it always comes, if y'all been to a Young Guns in the past, you know it's always fire, they always do an incredible job, but what I'm always amazed by is how the Lord, they don't talk, they don't like have any sort of conversation before, but the Holy Spirit always kind of intertwines everything that they're speaking about to kind of be uh, harmonious, but also just independent in their own, in, in their each individual way. And so I'm excited for what y'all are going to get to hear tonight. We rehearsed it earlier this week. They have worked hard. I'm telling you, they've put hours and weeks, maybe not weeks, but like they've put a bunch of hours into tonight and I'm excited for y'all to get to hear them. So I need y'all to, to be uh, awake. I need y'all to be uh, preach back at them, whatever, whatever it is that they're saying. I want, they're not professional communicators like myself, you know, I'm, I'm not either. Okay. I'm not fooling anybody up here. But hey, I want you guys to give them their, your best feedback, uh, support them, love them. They're going to do an incredible job of teaching you the word tonight. So first, the first one up here. Yeah. Y'all don't, need, y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know, but y'all are so ready. It's the one and only Olivia Raper. Let's give it up. Come on, everybody. Thank you. Okay. Can everybody hear me? kind of weird like the feedback you can't I'm not used to this um hey guys what's up uh my name is Olivia and most people call me Liv I'm a sophomore at the University of Central Arkansas go Bears um I came to Elevation in my freshman year of college a girl named Mikkel Mikkel where you at uh Mikkel you're the best I met Mikkel in biology class and she's like you should totally come to Elevation I was like yeah I'll do that so I came fell in love found my community here got super involved with prayer team and serve team little life on Sundays go little life if you're looking for a place to serve highly recommend but no I love my church and I'm so thankful for our college ministry and our pastors Jay Free is awesome it is so encouraging to be empowered by pastors who want you to be bold with your faith and just trust God with all that you have so who in here feels super busy like life is just kind of picking up we're no longer at the quarantine pace of things Um, I know I've definitely felt that way, and it's kind of led to just the spirit of confusion and distraction in my life. Um, All I can describe it is like a brain fog. I listened to a TED Talk on that, and that's what they referred to it as, so a brain fog. Um, I guess just like picture when you're driving in the morning, and you know you've got that fog on your windshield, and you can't brighten the lights or use your windshield wipers to get it off. It's just fog, and it's there, and it's blocking your vision. Um, it's kind of made me feel out of control, which has led to exhaustion and just kind of discouragement, a little bit of loneliness in there. But I realized that I was really downplaying the power of God in my life. And I soon I had forgotten um, just how big he is in my life and that he's bigger than my circumstances. Um, but our God is not a God of confusion or discouragement, but a God of hope and clarity and peace and joy and love. And um, I've just tied back to Ephesians 3, verse 20 through 21. It says, God can do anything you know, far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. 
He does not... He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us, his spirit deeply and gently within us. Another version says, now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest powers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Um, God is able to do greater things than we can even fathom. I can remember last year was really tough on my family and I. um, We lost two loved ones in the span of about six months, and the pain was real. The sorrow was real. We um, felt the sadness, and it was hard to grieve properly. Just, you know, you're in quarantine. You can't see people. But God really showed up for us, and he laid um, Job 8.21 on my heart, and it is, he will yet fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with shouts of joy. So even though last year was tough, the Lord promised me in his word that in the midst of my pain, there is joy to be found. And I can still smile today, even though I miss those loved ones dearly. Um, and I just want to recognize that some of you may be walking through sorrow like I was last year or confusion like I am a little bit right now, but um, I just want to encourage you that God sees you, he hears you, he's never left you nor forsaken you, and he never will. Um, He will yet bring comfort to you and quiet your chaos with his peace. I'm a living testimony of that. Um, He has really showed up in my life, and God's word said says that we can boldly approach his throne of grace. So I encourage you to just lay down your insecurities and your worry and just come to the Lord, talk to him. He's a friend. He's not some distant being just looking down on you. Like he's with you. He loves you. Um, Priscilla Schreier said, once we lay down our current realities to God's present ability, we can be energized by how powerful our God is to conquer anything we face in life. God's ability to provide all that I need has definitely brought peace in my chaos, brought clarity in my confusion, and promised me hope for my future, and he can do the same for you. So I just want to ask you and leave you with a question. Um, What do you need God to provide in your life? What do you need God to provide in your life? And as you think about this question, maybe write it down, just dwell on it a little bit. I want to introduce my dear friend. Um, she's just an encouragement to so many people, speaks life into me as a friend and a mentor. Um, and her name is Jalen Hamilton. Everybody give it up for Jalen. Oh, I forgot my Bible. I'm Jay. Um, people call me Little Jay, Big Jay, Little Big Jay Sizzle, um, Jay Money. <laughs> they say what it, RP says, Little Big Jay Sizzle, but Jalen for short. So my name is Jalen or Jay. Uh, I go to NLC College. I'm a senior. That's crazy. I went to UCA for a year, so go Bears. I kind of claim it. Um, I work at STUMO, which stands for Student Mobilization. Shout out STUMO if you've ever been to Kaleo or STUMO. Um, What else do I do? I lead a life group. Um, Yeah, and they're incredible, and I love leading, and I'm a part of Elevation. I've been here for like five years. I started when I was 18. I still feel 18, but I'm 22, so we're making it. We're doing it. Um, I wanted to start off with a question, too. Raise your hand if you love change. Like, ah. I could go move to Savannah. I could go move to a different state tomorrow and I'd be totally fine with it. Or I want to change my hair and get a haircut soon. Different hair color. Yeah. Raise your hand if you're not a big fan of change. My hand's raised. 
wow, I thought less people, okay, I'm so glad I'm not alone. Um, I am not the biggest fan of change, and it would so happen that the Lord would have me in a big season of change. Um, I don't think it, like, clicked in my head when you graduate college, like, there's life after, and, like, you do things and things change. And so I've been struggling with that and a bunch of other things, and when change, like, is off in the distance or even up close, I resist it so hard. I'm not a fan of it. And so with all the change that's going on in my life, um, I really began to, like it became a burden to me, just that friendships and school and work and all of life was changing and it wasn't the same. I kind of like marry myself to the season I'm in. I'm like, this is so great. Why do I need to change anything? Um, but that's not how the Lord works. He loves change. And so I just began not seeing God clearly in all of it. And I was furious at change and discouraged. And um, you know those things that cause you stress? For me, it's change. For you, it could be something else. But they begin to bring about just thoughts and lies that are suffocating. Like they entrap you. I don't know what it is for you, whether it be family or um, school, if it's super stressful or hard for you. Um, it could be something you're hiding, a sin you've never told anyone about. Um, it could be a relationship you're in or not in or want to be in. Um, just anything, anything that brings about those suffocating, stressful thoughts, you know what it is. It's um, changed for me. So I just began to feel imprisoned by all of this. And I was looking, um, or I was talking to the Lord, and I asked him, like, God, why, <laughs> why do I have these thoughts, like, I read your word, I worship, I go to church. Like, shouldn't I not struggle with these thoughts or have these things in my mind? Like, shouldn't I trust you fully? Like, why am I, am I not being good at being a Christian or being your daughter right now? Like, are you ashamed of me? And um, I think he just revealed to me in a loving way. Like, just like the Israelites in the Old Testament, they stopped putting their faith and their trust in God and they started asking nations around them to help them win battles and they started worshiping other gods because the one true God didn't seem to be doing it for them. And I had been putting so much faith and trust in my circumstance and my situation and my season or whatever it is for you. And just like the Israelites, the things they put their faith and trust in that weren't God soon turned on them and began to trap them and imprison them and be a curse to them. And I had taken all these good things the Lord had given me and put so much faith and foundation and confidence in them that when they, when they didn't do it for me anymore, they began to be suffocating to me rather than a joy. And the Lord asked me a question. Um, he said, Jalen, do you love me or am I just someone you consult when the things you love above me aren't doing it for you anymore? And, uh, you know, the Lord's encouraging, but sometimes he really, like, gets you with one of those questions and you're like, oh, shoot. Um, and so I, I had to wrestle with, do I, am I in love with the Lord in this season of change or am I in love with the things that I, are, I'm, like, losing? They're slipping from my grip. They're different now. And I don't want it that way. Um, and honestly, the answer was no for me. Um, maybe if you ask yourself honestly, like, in this past season, in these past few weeks, today, did I love the Lord more than the things around me? Or were those things higher in my eyes than God? Um, did I make it into an idol? And I just, I began to be discouraged at first. Um, and I was just asking the Lord, like, well, what do I do now? I don't love you today, and I haven't loved you the past few weeks. Well, like, 
are you mad at me? Are you disappointed? I'm failing at this, aren't I? And something else he spoke to me, which I want to speak to you guys and remind myself of daily. Um, God never stops speaking life over you, and he never stops loving you. There's nothing you could do or I could do to give myself righteousness or salvation or God's love. He has done it already on the cross. And I just want to, these next few weeks as I'm like trying to work through, because this is fresh. This isn't something I've aced at all. Like I'm still trying to learn to love God more than everything around me, more than anything I could hold on to. God's love for me surpasses all understanding and it's a perfect love. And think of the love that you feel on earth that is like your favorite friendship or your parents' love. Like his love surpasses that and nothing can compare to it. And he so loved us that he sent his only son to die for us so that everything that we face, everything we do, the death we deserve would be no more and we would have everlasting life. Like nothing compares to that. And if I could just grasp that on the daily, like tell myself, because I so often don't, I so often don't believe that Jesus loves me. And I know some of you in this room, like day to day, it feels like, I don't know. Is there love for me? And I just want to tell you, yes, there's love for you and there's love for me. And it never runs out. Um, I didn't mean to cry. Sorry. Romans. I don't know. This is not Romans. This is Romans. <laughs> Romans chapter 8, 31. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for all of us, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? He's given us his love, and it is what we need most of all. And he, he's never let anything separate, him, separate us from his love. And so he began to just tell me, hey, if you want to be more in love with me, recognize that I love you so much. And sit in that daily and don't turn to the things which are changing. I am unchanging and constant and forever and perfect. And I love you and no one can take that away. And you can't change that any day. So just wanted to encourage you guys with that. We can walk through this together and learn to love them more. I'm going to pray real quick and then introduce the next person. Lord, um, thank you for sending your son for us. We're sorry we don't recognize it daily. Forgive us and help us turn to you, put our trust in you, to fall in love with you, to recognize that you smile down upon us, that you speak life to us constantly. Um, you're our God, our Father who loves us. I pray for the person in here who doesn't think you love them and who doubts that, God. We destroy that in Jesus' name, and we remind them that you love them. And we love you, Lord. In your name we pray, amen. Okay, so next person, Stuart's about to come speak. I met this guy when we went on a mission trip to Honduras. We call him Big Steve, um, Crockpot, Pastor Stu. He is incredible. I watched him love on the people of Honduras and pastor them so well. So give it up for Stuart. Wow, that was, that was great. Hello, everyone. My name is Stuart. If I haven't got the chance to meet you, hello. Nice to meet y'all. Um, yeah, I just a little bit about myself before I get into it. I go to UCA. I'm a senior. I'm about to graduate. I'm getting old. It's crazy. Um, 
And yeah, and I am on the Elevation Leadership Team. Uh, shout out y'all, it's amazing, I love it, it's an honor. Um, but tonight, I just kinda wanted to tell y'all a little bit about like what I'm going through and what, have been, what I have been going through and like the trials um, that I've been, um, that's been placed in my life and kinda how God has used those um, to teach me things and grow me. Um, and I'm gonna ask you another question, sorry, all the questions tonight. Um, raise your hand again if you're, if you're a busy person in here, I just wanna see. Okay, pretty much, pretty much everyone. Um, so, I'm super busy. I know y'all don't know me personally, but I'm like on X Games mode every day. Like, I will, so I, I'm a full-time student, um, and I have a job, so I'm up at 7 a.m., and I'm on go until like 4 p.m. every single day of the week, and it's just crazy. It's crazy. Um, and then I have a bunch of extracurriculars in the afternoon that I do. Um, I'm in a fraternity, shout out. Um, uh, and a bunch of other stuff, I'm not going to get into it, but I'll, pretty much every day in the afternoon, I have something else to do after work and school. And so it just built up like a, just a whole lot of not a lot of free time. And um, usually if I did have free time, I would spend it um, like asleep or something. Uh, I, I got the keys behind me. It's lit. Uh, but um, if, um, yeah, if I, had, if I had any free time at all, I would be sleeping, like, so I didn't actually have any time to do what I wanted to do. Um, so I feel like this is a topic pretty much all of our age can relate to, coming off of COVID, coming off of, um, you know, whatever it might be. Like, we have priorities now that we didn't beforehand. Um, so kind of what this led to for me was um, I was just stressed out, like, all the time. And I didn't even realize it at first. Um, when, when I was going through this, it just started out very small, and then um, I just built up, and it, I started getting anxiety coupled with that. Um, I've never struggled uh, too bad with, like, anxiety, so I didn't really even realize it until it kept growing and growing, and it just got, like, really big and prevalent in my life. Um, and eventually, it just led to, like, pretty much I was having, like, just to be vulnerable with you guys, I was having mental breakdowns, like, just consistently, random times. Um, and I'm, like I said, it's never happened to me before. And so I was just confused, I was lost. Um, and um, I wasn't turning to God for my problems. Um, the problem was not the busyness, okay? The problem was that um, I, wasn't, I wasn't filling myself up with God, I wasn't giving it to God, I wasn't leaving any room for God. I was, I was packed with everything else. Um, so, um, the last time I actually had uh, one of these breakdowns, I was in my car. I was listening to like probably some Drake or something. I don't know, but um, um, yeah, I was just all of a sudden I just started thinking about some due date, something I had to get done, and it just all like came upon me. And I was just like, dang, mental breakdown, y'all. I mean, just just bad. I mean, some some of y'all have probably been there. Um, and know like kind of what that feels like. And then in that moment, um, I was like, I, I thought to myself, why am I not bringing this to God and laying this at his feet? Um, then I feel like God put a piece of scripture on my heart in that moment. And it's Philippians 4, 6 through 7. It says, um, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. 
and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts, your minds in Christ Jesus. And so looking at this verse, um, I kind of look at it in like two parts. So by prayer and petition, petition with thanksgiving, that's kind of the first part you come to. So in the, in the midst of my whole breakdown, um, I was like, okay, let me pray. So I prayed. I said, God, thank you for this. Thank you for this trial in my life. Thank you for these breakdowns. Thank you for, for what I'm going through right now because I know that it not only will develop me and grow me as a person, but it will grow me in my faith as well. So um, I was thanking him for the actual trial that was happening um, in my life. The next part, it says, then present your request to God. So my request was a little different. It wasn't, it wasn't God, like, take this away from me. Like, like I give this to you and take it from me. It was more of like, um, God, give me the strength to, to thrive in this. Give me the strength to, pers- to pursue this trial and, and, and do great in it. Not, don't take it away. I, I, remember, I remember telling God, don't take this away from me. Give me the strength and the peace to get through this and thrive in it. Um, so it wasn't like some huge God moment. I didn't get zapped by lightning. And um, yeah, a couple of days went by, nothing really changed. Um, I kept praying about it um, through those next couple of days. And um, one morning, I remember I woke up one morning and I just felt different. And um, I didn't even realize that it was, I felt different until that feeling of like peace just kept getting bigger and bigger. And then later that week, I actually was like, I'm better. I don't even know what happened. And then I looked back and I remembered that prayer and that I kept praying it. Um, and it was just so cool to see because he didn't, he didn't take any of the, the, the stuff in my life away from me. Like he didn't take all my obligations and priorities away from me, but he did exactly as I asked and that was give me strength to thrive in it um, and, and, and to do good in that. And um, I think the, you know, whether it's busyness, whether it's stress, whether it's anxiety, whether it's depression, whether it's fill in the blank, um, I think every single person is going to experience that, whether you have in the past, whether you're doing it right now or you're going to in the future. So you're going you're gonna to have a choice, and that's to either bring it to God or you're going to, or you're going to turn away and fill yourself up with your worldly desires. And, um, I just want to encourage you guys. I know it's getting deeper right now, but I just want to encourage y'all to, to whatever, whatever you're going through, draw near to God, because if you ask for the strength, like he, he will give it to you. Um, and, and don't, I've seen, I've seen a lot of people who, who go through hardships and, and they, they get angry at God. And I, I understand, like, I can see where that would happen. But thank him for the things that you go through because it, it's, it's a great time to build your faith as a Christian and develop um, your relationship with God. Um, so I'm going to pray for us real quick.